Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Hey folks, this is George Pate with the Journeys Group, taking care of business. We are in the, I believe it's the third week of May, not March. Uh, I am flying solo today. My partner in crime is out of the office. Uh, I suppose he's gallivanting around somewhere. He doesn't share with me these sort of things. He just kind of leaves me to run the ship. But anyway, so we're uh, flying solo today. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope you will bear with me today. since I really, since I don't have a co-host, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to rant about anything without having somebody here to rant with. So I guess we'll skip that part and uh, just jump right in. My name is George Pate. I am a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, North Carolina, which is right outside of Greenville for our Raleigh listeners. Um, our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252 252- Seven four six six seven eight five, or you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that are regularly rotating on it. It has our contact information as well as our physical location. Um, it has. Uh, News articles that we are constantly updating with, uh, you know, just various information about different topics. It has links to our Facebook, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram account, uh, our Instagram page. Uh, we now have an Instagram. I think we talked about that the last couple of weeks. So if you want to see some uh, more personal stuff behind the scenes, um, goings on in the office, just stuff about who we are. It's a little bit more personal, less business. Uh, check us out at, at journeys group on Instagram. Um, also encourage you to check out the Facebook page. Got a lot of cool stuff going on there. There's a lot of, excuse me, uh, lots of cool stuff being updated there that's where the podcast is being posted every week um our monthly newsletter you can kind of see what's going on with us in the in, in, in any given month um our, our marketing director kenzie's doing a great job kind of keeping that lively and and fun so encourage you to check that out also encourage you to check out our youtube channel um our latest video was up at the end of last month and it was called i, I believe this was our investment process where it was uh, it was an interview style video where we had somebody kind of feeding us questions about about our investment process. What do we believe? How do we invest money? Uh, what what's what's our what's our process really? It was, it's kind of been a series of videos where you get to know us, who we are personally, and then on a more professional dollars and cents side, how do we believe and and how do we operate? So um, again, encourage you to check that out. Subscribe, uh, follow the Facebook page. There's lots of cool updates and stuff going on there. Um, And then last but not least, uh, our podcast is live now. Uh, Right now, the website has the radio show housed on it. Uh, Our new website, I think, is either going to be out this week, if it's not already. Um, So that's really exciting. And with the new website, it's going to look it's going to, we've totally revamped it. It's going to be brand new, look much more personal. Um, it feels much more like us. Our, our old website was kind of generic, um, which if you've ever sat in a room with us for, I don't know, 30 seconds, you'll know that we are not generic people. So it's, and it's more importantly, it's much more user-friendly. It's, it's very easy to navigate. It's, it looks really great. Um, but the radio show will be housed there as a podcast instead. Uh, and that's just a way to make the website run a little bit more efficiently. And anywhere you are, you know, you can go on Spotify, Apple, anything like that, search taking care of business and, um, take a listen to any of the old episodes if you want. So I think that's everything for our marketing stuff. So with that, we will jump right in. Um, 
Today, we are talking about what makes a good investment. I, I just talked a little bit about the video about our investment process, but we're going to go into what makes a good investment today. If you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, you will hear us say that if you're meeting with your financial person and they say, uh, you need to put money into this because it's a good investment. Your next question should be, why is it a good investment? Because a good investment for somebody like myself, who is 26 years old, is not a good investment for my dad, who is in his 60s. The, the definition of a good invest, there is no one definition for a good investment. A, a good investment has many, has a bunch of different qualifications, I guess, or a bunch of different boxes it has to check. And that means different things for different people. So, um, Let's jump right in. When, when I was getting ready for this show, I, I, I literally just Googled uh, what makes a good investment and looked at a couple of different articles and they had to, and kind of compared them to what I thought. Um, and there were there were a lot of similarities, um, some that I agreed with, some that some that I did not. So first and foremost, what makes a good investment? It, it's got to fit in the plan. Uh, and in order to fit into your number one, you got to have a financial plan. Uh, we've talked about that ad nauseum. If you're not working with a financial planner, uh, if you've just got a stockbroker or somebody that does investments for you, go work with a planner. Uh, it is, it's so important to have a plan because anybody can invest money. Not everybody can draw up a plan and, and investing money for the sake of investing money is not a good investment. If there's no purpose behind the investment, that's not a good investment. And it makes it really hard to save that money and to invest that money if you don't have a reason to be saving it. We've, we've talked about that before that if you don't have a purpose behind you know, investing, saving money, it makes it really hard to stick to it because there's no end game in sight. You know, if, if I'm saving money to buy a house one day, okay, uh, there's an end game here. Okay. I'm, I'm saving this money. I'm not touching this money because at some point I'm going to take this money out and use it to buy a house. Okay. That's exciting. I can, I can keep saving money for that. I can keep investing for that because I know there's an end game. There's something exciting for me coming down the road. But if I'm investing money just to invest money, that's really hard to to, to keep up because there's no, there's no end game. There's no finish line. There's, I'm just kind of mindlessly doing it. Uh, and it's, it's hard to take that money and just leave it without a purpose for it. So number one, get a plan. Um, once you have the plan, the, the first thing to do is take a look at the plan and figure out how the, how each investment fits into your overall plan. And if it doesn't fit in the plan, don't do it. I mean, it, it's, it's as simple as that. If it doesn't matter if, if it's a great investment that can earn 15%, if it doesn't fit in the plan, don't do it. Because there, at the end of the day, the plan dictates your financial security. I mean, that, that's the whole point of having a financial plan is you've, you've got a roadmap to retirement, a roadmap for the rest of your, your, your life financially. And if an investment doesn't fit into that roadmap, then don't do it. Uh, it it's, it's as simple as that. Um, Number two, just as important, make sure you understand the investment. We have seen so many times where people just put money somewhere and they didn't understand what it was. And oftentimes they get hurt by that. They get bit by that where they've got to come out of that investment and they didn't realize the risks that were involved with it. They didn't realize the cost of, of that investment if they came out of it early. Um, we talked about this before. That we see that a lot with annuities. Annuities are one of those things that and again, if you've listened to us for any amount of time, you're probably sick of hearing this. Annuities are a, are a great tool. We like annuities. They're a great tool when they're appropriate, when they are a good investment. And they are not a good investment for everyone. Um, 
I've been in this business uh, almost four years. And in my four years, I have seen multiple times where people bought an annuity, didn't fully understand it because it wasn't explained to them properly. Not no fault of their own. It was not explained to them. And they had to come out of it and got bit by it. Or it didn't do what they thought it was going to do. And so that, that, so make sure it fits in the plan, number one. But before you make any investment, even if it fits in the plan, make sure you understand it. And if you don't, if you don't understand an investment, if you're, your stockbroker or your planner, whoever is recommending that, all right, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Klein, I think we need to put uh, this amount of money into this investment. Your next question should be, okay, what is that investment? Um, explain to me what this investment is. How is it going to work in the overall plan? What, what, what's the purpose behind it? And if there's anything you don't understand about it, don't do it until you understand it. Exhaust every question and don't, don't be afraid to ask questions because that's, that's our job. If I'm explaining a, an investment to you and you don't understand it, then I haven't done my job. I have, I have not yet completed my job. Um, so don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to to be pushy because this is this is your money and you need to be comfortable and fully understand what it is that you're investing in. I can I mean I cannot stress that enough. Uh, next thing, what's the purpose? Why why are you investing money? Are you investing this money for uh growth? Are you investing this money for an income stream down the road? Are you investing this money to leave it to heirs? And that the answer to that question will dictate where the money goes. If I want money, if I want my investment to produce an income stream down the road, that's going to look very differently from if I want an investment to produce growth. That the, right now, my entire portfolio is dedicated to nothing but growth because I'm 26 years old. I've got 35 years, 35, 40 years to take advantage of compound interest and time. You know, I've, I've got 25 or 35, 40 years of putting money in every year to help grow. Right now, I'm not worried about income because I'm actively working. I'm young and I can't touch my retirement assets anyway. So my entire portfolio is geared toward growth. Now, let's take a look at my parents because I can talk about them without violating any sort of confidentiality. My parents are both in their 60s. Now, their portfolio is, is more of a mixture. Right now, they've got some guaranteed income stuff. And they've got some growth stuff. So theirs is a much more of a blend, but they're in a position where due to where they are in life, due to their ages, where they are in life, they're more focused on maintaining what they've got and producing an income stream down the road than they are knocking it out of the park with growth. Right now, you know, I'm, I'm going for seven, eight, nine percent. They're going for five or six and being happy with that because they, they, because of the, the proper planning they've done over the years, they've run the race. They're at the finish line. They've got what they need. Now it's about maintaining it. Um, and when we talk about income, again, we're talking about annuities primarily. If we can, we've talked about this before, if we can have a combination of, of some guaranteed income plus growth in the stock market, I mean, that, that, that sings. But again, the, the money has to have a purpose. An investment has to have a purpose. And again, it goes back to understanding it and understanding how it fits in the plan. You know, if, if I'm saying, okay, I think we need to put this amount of, this amount of money into this annuity. Why? Okay. Good question. Because it's going to kick out this income stream down the road. Oh, okay. That, that makes sense. Or again, with the stock market. All right, I think we should take this amount of money, put it into this portfolio. Okay, or put it into this this uh, stock mixture. Okay, why is that? All right, because over over the long haul, we estimate it's going to do, it's going to return six percent, and that's going to keep up with inflation. That's going to give you a raise every couple of years. You know that that's there, there's always a reason behind 
a recommendation we make. We never look at a client and say, man, this is a really great investment. And that's the end of the sentence. There's always, this is a good investment because it will do this for you down the road. Next thing, risk tolerance. A good investment has to fit within your risk tolerance. Um, I think this year is, has been a, um, a wake-up call for a lot of people. Not, not a wake-up call. It's, it's really made people reevaluate what their risk tolerance is. Um, with the, the, state of, the status of the market right now and the state of the market, how things are going, things are not looking great. Um, and it's, it's really causing a lot of people to take a step back and think, okay, how much, how much risk can I really tolerate? Not how much should I tolerate, but how much can I tolerate? There's a, there's a big difference between risk tolerance and risk capacity. Risk, risk capacity is how much should you be taking. Risk tolerance to me is more important because it's how much can you take physically and mentally and emotionally. Um, if, if you're invested in something and it's causing you to lie awake at night, worrying about it, it's not a good investment. I don't, I don't care if we tell people that all the time. I, I don't care if it, if it on paper, it, it works fantastically. If it doesn't make you feel good, then it's not a good investment because the whole point of your financial plan and a, a, I'm quoting now, a good investment is that it, it gives you that peace. It gives you that security that you don't have to worry about it. And if you're laying awake worrying about it because it's too risky or for whatever reason, then it's not a good plan. So understand your own risk tolerance. Be, be aware of what you, what you're willing to uh, handle or what you're willing to lose. Um, and be willing to be in it for the long run that risk tolerance and, and time horizon kind of go together. So time horizon, how long until you need the money? How long until you think you're going to be using that money for an income stream or for whatever? Uh, they kind of go hand in hand because if I know that I'm going to need money in, I'm going to need this money in three years, my risk tolerance is going to be a lot different than if I need this money 30 years from now. So be aware of that. Be aware. How much risk can you tolerate? How much are you comfortable tolerating? How much of a loss are you willing to take? Because with, with us, we always think worst case scenario. You know, how, how much are you will, how much risk are you willing to take? How much are you, are you willing to lose? You know, it could, it, it could gain this much, but it could lose this much too. So just be aware of that. And again, be aware of your time horizon. How long until you need that money? Um, because they, again, they go hand in hand and, and your investment should reflect that. Again, if I've got five years to go, uh, I'm not going to be super risky because I don't know if, if we're talking about the market, I, because I don't know what the market's going to do over the next five years. Now you give me a 10 plus year run or yeah, 10 plus year run. All right. I can, I can give you a pretty reasonable estimation of what the market's going to do based on, you know, based on history. And, and we can kind of, uh, base our recommendations on, on history, uh, and kind of a general idea. If I've only got a few years to go, uh, okay. That, that kind of throws, uh, throws a wrench in, not throws a wrench in things, but it, it makes us get a little bit more creative because if with that short of a time period, we have to make sure that, um, the investment is going to do what it needs to do but not be super risky because if, if, okay, this investment could do this over the next five years or you could lose half of it. All right. Well, that's not really, it's not really comforting to hear to, that's not comforting for a client to hear. And, and it doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't, it does you no good. So be aware of your risk tolerance and how long until you need the money. Um, again, how, how well does it fit in the overall plan? And, and for this one, you don't want to duplicate something that's already covered. That kind of goes hand in hand with diversity um, or diversification. Make sure that you're diversifying. Make sure that you've got, make sure you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Um, if you've got, 
if you've, if you've got, let's say $800,000 in the stock market and, and it's all in the market and it's all in one fund. All right. If that fund takes a hit, you're in trouble. So, and, and diversification is pretty easy nowadays with, with 401ks, mutual funds, that sort of thing. It's pretty easy to diversify, but you want to make sure that not just that you're diversified, but that you're not covering something twice in the plan. One of the things we tell people is that when we're, when we take a look at, when we start working with somebody, and oftentimes they have a 401k. Um, and if they're still working, we don't, we don't move that 401k because I mean, number one, we can't number two, if you're still actively working, we don't want to, cause then that gets rid of that match potential. So, but what we do ask people if, if they decide to work with us is when we get together every quarter, give us a copy of your, sure. Or, yeah. Give us a copy of your 401k statement, if you don't mind, because we want to make sure that what you're invested in in your 401k complements what or what we're doing complements that. You know, if if you've got really great international exposure, all right, we go a little bit less on the international side and the investments on our end. If you've got mm, just so-so U.S. exposure, all right, we we want to go a little bit heavier on the U.S. side and our investments because the whole point of investments, the whole point of a, of a, of a financial plan and a portfolio is they complement each other. And again, you don't want to double dip. You don't, you don't want to cover something that's already been covered because that's redundant. Um, you want to have things that have an inverse relationship. And again, I, I keep coming back to this. That's why the, this annuity in the stock market ideas is, is works so well when it, when it's appropriate and when it works, because with the annuity, Okay, in in a down market and right now annuity is a fantastic thing when it's appropriate. If I can get a guaranteed seven or eight percent in today's market, well, that's pretty good. That's that's pretty hard to beat in today's market. Um, you know, when the 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 S and P is taking such a hit. Um, but in an up market, annuities tend to lag behind because of that guaranteed growth, and that's why you have the stock market. But again, you want to make sure that they kind of have an inverse relationship and a down market annuities are great. Stocks, not so great. And a good, in a good market, stocks are great. Annuities lag behind a little bit, but the whole point is that in either situation, you've got an investment that is kind of shoring up the gaps. that's filling the holes that the other one is leaving behind. And that's the whole point is that they should complement each other. Um, th- this is a big one. If you're going to invest money for retirement, one of the things that we're looking at is, is, we're playing the long game here. Uh, in an overall financial plan, we are playing the long game. Now, in the plan, there can be some short-term goals. You know, um, okay, I just sold my house, and I've got this money that I've got this money from the sale of the house, and um, I'm going to need it back in two years. But uh, in the meantime, I wanted to earn a little bit. Okay, we can have some short-term goals in there, and you should have some short-term goals because if if you don't have the short-term goals, it makes it really hard to accomplish those long-term ones because it it gives you that feeling of accomplishment. You can check that off your list. Um, but the most important thing, and I cannot stress this enough, is when we do a financial plan, we're playing the long game here. Um, as ironic as it sounds. We don't really care what's going on in, in, in any given year. Now we're aware of it, sure. But when we do a, when we do a financial plan, when we run our estimations uh, or when we run our calculations, we're looking 10, 15, 20 years out. We're not looking from year to year because you, you can't you can't predict the stock market. You can't predict the stock market period. but in a year to year period, I mean, look, the last two years, I think, has has been a great example of that. Last year, the market was up, what, 20, 25 percent. I'm sure your 401ks were up 20 to 25 percent. And then look at it this year. If I'm going from year to year and trying to estimate that, man, we're in trouble because there's 
we had a feeling this was on the way, but nobody knew how bad it was going to be. And we still don't. Um, and so the, the important thing is play the long game. If you're, if you're going to invest money in the market or in any investment, play the long game, look, look for, look, you know, 10, 15 years down the road. And anytime we make a plan, that's what we're doing. We're not looking from year to year. We're not looking day to day. We're looking from right now until you retire. And then from when you retire to when you die. I mean, that, that's, that's our whole thing is you, you gotta be long term. If you're going to be in the market, you gotta willing to stick it out long term. Um, and again, that goes back to risk tolerance. If you're not willing to take that risk, then don't be in the market. Uh, that, that's, that's, I guess that, that's the big thing. But again, play the long game and, and don't, don't let, be aware of years like this. Be aware that they happen, that this is a, even though it's unpleasant, this is a normal, healthy part of an economic cycle. Um, and that, that sounds kind of oxymoronic to say that it's healthy when the market's in such bad shape right now. But this is this is actually pretty overdue. We, we've been overdue this for a few years now. Um, but this is a normal part of the cycle. When we do our calculations, we always use a, a very conservative return. Now, over your lifetime, the market will do better than that. But we know that in a, you know, in a 10 year cycle, there's going to be two great years, two bad, two bad years, you know, like this year and six average years. But again, play in the long term here. Um, some of the other things that, you know, when, when I was doing some research and kind of getting ready for the show, there, there were a number of qualifications for what people think are a good investment. Like I said, some I agree with, some I don't. Um, healthy amount of risk. Again, definitely agree with that. High liquidity. Um, and it says in many cases, investments with high liquidity also prove highly profitable. Um, and, and, and they go on to say the more liquid, the easier it is to sell. Well, that, that may be true. Um, but how do you know it's going to be profitable? And and that's why we talk about using a combination. Again, keep going back to this. Annuities, not super, not entirely liquid, but man, they're profitable because it's a guaranteed return with a guaranteed lifetime income stream. That sounds pretty profitable to me, even though it's not super liquid. Now, again, over your lifetime, the market will outperform those guaranteed contracts, um, but it's estimated. I, I, I can't I can't guarantee that. I can almost guarantee it because it's the, the stock market. That's what it's done for the past hundred plus years, but I can't guarantee it. So I don't necessarily agree with, um, just liquidity equals profit. Um, but you know, uh, predictable outcome again, uh, not so much because you're, you're there and they're talking strictly about the market where you got to have a predictable outcome. And, and what they're talking about there is, you know, evaluating a company, doing all this, this crazy math and trying to figure out what's a good company. And, um, to me, that's no way to invest because by doing that, you're trying to beat the market. And folks, let me tell you, you will never beat the market. You may beat it one year, but you will never, you will never, ever consistently beat the market. There's been three people that have done it and they're not telling. Um, so kind of winding down here, let's, let's kind of recap. Number one, what makes a good investment? Make sure it fits into your goals and plans. So make sure you have a plan. Make sure you have those goals laid out. Um, you know, I, I want to retire at this age with this income and I want a beach house. Perfect. Now we know, now we know how to, how we need to make those investments fit. Number two, make sure you diversify. Make sure you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Make sure you've got multiple investments that do different things. Number three, 
make sure you understand it. Before you invest money in anything, make sure you have a full understanding of the investment. If not, you can get hurt. Um, You know, it may cost you in the long run. So please, 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 please make sure you understand what you're investing before you do anything. Number four, why are you investing money? Why are you putting the money into that investment? Is it for an income? Is it for growth? Is it for an inheritance down the road? Again, all of these are great reasons to invest money, but each one calls for a different investment. And and make sure you're discussing this with your planner so that they know kind of what you're thinking. We're, we're not mind readers. So make, make sure you're honest about this stuff and say, okay, I want this to happen. Risk tolerance and time, time horizon. Make sure you can stand it and make sure you've got enough time to, to, be, to be able to take that risk. Again, make sure they complement each other. Don't want to be duplicating something that's already there. You know, if I've already got a big annuity that's going to produce a guaranteed income stream that's going to cover all my income needs, probably don't need another guaranteed annuity. Um, just because if I've already got what I need, eh, I probably don't need another one. It, that, that, that box has already been checked off. Likewise, if I've already got great growth in the stock market, probably don't need to, probably don't need to open a new, a new stock account. Um, and then last but not least, with with any financial plan, make sure you're playing the long game here. Um, again, the rest of your life, we're looking long term here. Make sure that you don't don't get so caught up in the trees that you don't see the forest. And again, that that's that's your planner's job is to see the forest and kind of calm you down in a year like this. If you've got questions, if you want to challenge this, if you want more information, give us a call two five two. 746-6785. Again, 252-746-6785. Um, be glad to sit down and, and chat with you, get to know you, get to know us and uh, kind of pick our brains about uh, you know how we invest, uh, what we think is a good investment. We'll be glad to take a look at your portfolio and see, do you have, I'm air quoting again, good investments? Um, and we'll be honest with you. I mean, if, if something's not a good investment, we'll tell you, we'll say, hey, we looked at this, but it, it just didn't fit in the plan. So again, give us a call, 252-746-6785. Hear the music in my ear, so I guess I better head on out of here. I appreciate y'all letting me spend some time with you today. Hope you have a great rest of your day. We look forward to visiting with you next week. This is George Pate, Taking Care of Business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.